Worlds of Power, Book Number Four, Castlevania Two: Simon's Quest, written by Christopher Howell, read by Matt Ramo. Chapter One: Tim. It looked as though Count Dracula was going to win the battle. I will drink your spirit like cherry pop," said the Count, flapping his cape and showing his fangs. "Yes, Simon Belmont, you will become one of my children of the night." Simon shivered with fear. They both stood upon a castle tower. Beyond was darkness, except for a cold moon in the sky like a dead eye. Wind chuckled softly along the battlements. The air was full of the smell of the garlic clove necklace Simon had around his neck. No, Count Dracula, you will not drink my spirit this day, he said, snapping his thorn whip with a crack as loud as a gunshot. And by the way, it doesn't taste like cherry pop at all, so it's nothing you'd want anyway. Let me be the judge of that. And the vampire leapt at him. He flapped his long arms and they became wings. His gigantic teeth gleamed as the mouth opened wide, seeking to bite. No, you don't, Count Dracula, said Simon Belmont, his long blonde hair streaming in the night wind. He held up the magical item he had worked so long and hard to obtain. For I have the power of the magic crystal. And that is the one... Timothy! Simon Belmont started. Timothy Bradley, are you listening to me? Simon dropped the magical crystal. It smashed to the floor and burst into a thousand brilliant pieces. Count Dracula laughed cruelly. Ah, a vampire has no better ally than a mother. He leapt on the boy and then... The magical world of Castlevania dissolved around Tim Bradley like twinkling gossamer. No longer was he Simon Belmont, vampire hunter. Once more he was in his boring room. His mother stood in the doorway. Timothy, you've got school in less than ten minutes. How many times do I have to tell you? No Nintendo games in the morning. You get too wrapped up in them, and then you're late for classes. Tim put down the joystick. Ah, gee, Mom. I almost got Count Dracula again. Didn't you tell me that you already got the Count? Judy Bradley said, bending her frown towards the TV set. She was a pretty woman, even though her dark hair was in curlers. But she didn't look so hot when she frowned. More than once, as I recall. Nineteen times, said Tim proudly, reaching up and turning off the TV set. This would have been my twentieth. Well, just use your imagination to pretend the Count got staked again and run along to school, chum. Tim shook his head as he got up and began digging through a pile of comic books for his prized pair of black leather Reebok shoes. He found one of them and began to put it on. You just don't understand, Mom. I'll know that I didn't win. That's what matters. He dropped down and began to feel around under his bed for the other shoe. His hand encountered miniature models and warriors, marbles, a slingshot, then finally came across the soft leather top of his tennis shoe. Well, mothers never do understand, I suppose, said Mrs. Bradley. That's part of our job. I do understand, though, that if this happens once more, your father's going to hear about this, and whoops, there will go that allowance that keeps you nose high in comic books. Tim slipped on the other shoe, tied it. Message received, over, and I'm out of here. He grabbed his books and a half-eaten chocolate granola bar for breakfast and ran past his mother and down the stairs, taking them two at a time. Although he was short and he wasn't exactly varsity sports material, Tim Bradley was quick. His friends wanted him to play pick-up-touch football all the time. He, however, was just as happy to exercise his finger and thumb in front of a video game. Like books, there were whole worlds he can get lost in, zooming with fighter planes or roving through adventures with deadly ninjas. 
Tim's favorite game, however, was Konami's Castlevania. He had never gotten through Bram Stoker's famous novel, Dracula. It was too darn scary. And Stephen King? Phew. Tim liked fantasy plenty, but when it came to horror books, horror films, or horror comic books, Tim's knees just turned to water. This is why he liked Castlevania so much. He could deal with Dracula there. He felt like he had control. Tim Bradley was a short 14-year-old who wore black horn-rimmed glasses just to be eccentric. He had dark hair and a narrow face, but it was an open and friendly face when he took off the spectacles. Tim Bradley certainly didn't think he was good-looking. He just saw himself as being pretty average, except at video games. At video games, he was a real champ. As he ran to school where he attended the 8th grade, he took a bite of his chocolate granola bar. This was one of his weaknesses. Not the granola bars. Chocolate. If he could, he would have eaten a Hershey's Big Block for breakfast. Mom compromised by buying him chocolate granola bars with healthy stuff like raisins and nuts. Too much chocolate is bad for your complexion, Tim, she'd say. Besides, it puts on weight. Tim had a clear complexion, and he was slim, so it was hard to understand what his mother was talking about. But since he still lived at home and would until he grew up, boy, he couldn't wait to do that. He had to do what his parents said, more or less. Anyway, he knew that chocolate wasn't good for you. He just loved it. Always had, and probably always would. Especially the gooey, rich fudge that his grandmother made that he would wash down with a big glass of cold, foamy milk. And, oh gosh, just thinking about it made him gobble up the rest of that breakfast bar. If he had looked off to the right, behind the large clump of juniper bushes, he would have seen a famous hero from another dimension materializing in a quiet pop. As it happened, the famous hero had come specifically to speak to none other than Timothy J. Bradley. However, the hero was so overcome by culture shock that he could only stare at the wonders about him, allowing Tim Bradley to be on his way to homeroom.